The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the two-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbishneweiss.substack.com on September 8th, 2023, and the article is entitled Nitzavim. What would teshuva look like if it were easy? Tim Ferriss is a man who knows how to ask questions. One of the questions he trained himself to ask is, what would this look like if it were easy? Tim unpacks this question in his article, 17 Questions That Changed My Life. Quote, these days, more than any other question, I'm asking, what would this look like if it were easy? If I feel stressed, stretched thin, or overwhelmed, it's usually because I'm overcomplicating something or failing to take the simple slash easy path because I feel like I should be trying harder. Old habits die hard. End quote. We are currently in the month of Elul, the season of Teshuva, returning to God. Each year at this time, I feel daunted by the enormity of the Teshuva I need to do. This is especially true during the Aseris Yimei Teshuva, the 10 days from Rosh Hashanah through Yom HaKippurim, in which our judgment hangs in the balance, when we are keenly aware that our fate will be sealed based on the quality of our Teshuva. Invariably, I pressure myself into trying harder, which only creates more pressure, pressure that doesn't actually yield better results. If someone were to challenge me, saying, why are you freaking out? Teshuva is easy. I would laugh in disbelief. But if I clapped back with, says who? They'd respond, Moshe Rabbeinu. Devarim, chapter 30, Pesukim 11 through 14, states, quote, For this commandment that I command you today, it is not hidden from you, and it is not distant. It is not in the heaven for you to say, who can ascend to the heaven for us and take it for us so that we can listen to it and perform it? Nor is it across the sea for you to say, who can cross to the other side of the sea for us and take it for us so that we can listen to it and perform it? Rather, the matter is very near to you, in your mouth and in your heart, to do it. End quote. Sforno explains that the phrase, this commandment that I command you today, refers to the mitzvah of teshuva, which is mentioned in the preceding sentence. Quote, when you shall return to Hashem your God with all your heart and all your soul. End quote from Devarim 39. Moshe is telling B'nai Israel that teshuva is not hidden from you and is not distant, but rather it is very near to you in your mouth and in your heart to do it. The question I ask myself every year upon reading this is, how so? Is teshuva really that accessible? To appreciate this question, let us review Rambam's formulation of the teshuva process in Hilkos Teshuva 2.2. Quote, What is teshuva? That the sinner should abandon his sin, remove it from his plans, and resolve in his heart not to do it again. As it is stated in Yeshayahu 55.7, the evil one should abandon his way and the man of iniquity his plans. Likewise, he should regret having transgressed, as it is stated in Yumiyahu 31.18, For after I returned in Teshuvah, I had remorse. After I became aware of my sin, I slapped my thigh in anguish. And he should call upon the one who knows hidden things as his witness that he will never return to this sin. As it is stated in Hosea 14.4, We will no longer say, O our gods, to the work of our hands, for it is with you that an orphan finds mercy. And he must verbally confess and say these matters which he resolved in his heart. End quote from the Rambam. The strength of our question is apparent. Is it really that easy to resolve in your heart not to do a sin again, calling upon Hashem as your witness that you will never return to the sin? Maybe for a minor sin, like forgetting to say a bracha after eating or neglecting to wait the requisite amount of time between meat and milk. But what about sins like, do not go as a gossip monger among your people, 
in Vayikra 1916, or you shall not explore after your heart and your eyes in Bhav 1539, or violating the injunction to love your neighbor as yourself, Vayikra 1918, or failing to fulfill the difficult mitzvah of you shall love Hashem your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your resources, Tavarim 6.5. What about teshuva on bad character traits, such as anger, laziness, jealousy, lust, greed, and arrogance? Is it really so easy to do teshuva on such weighty matters? Since Sforno appears to claim that it really is that easy, let's see what he has to say on our psukim. Quote, uh, so this is from the Sforno's commentary on uh, psukim and Dvarim uh, 30, 11 through 14. Because this mitzvah, concerning this mitzvah of teshuva, which I command you today, he, God, said regarding every sin in Parshas Vayikra, and he will incur guilt, and he will become guilty. That the idea in all of them is that the sinner should recognize his sin, as he explains afterwards, saying, It shall be that when you incur guilt about any of these things, he shall confess that which he sinned upon it. Likewise, in his statement, speak to the children of Israel, a man or a woman who commits any of man's sins by committing treachery towards Hashem, and that person shall become guilty, they shall confess their sin. It is not hidden from you, such that you will need prophets, nor is it distant from you, such that you will need the faraway sages of the generation to explain it to you. Therefore, you can do it while you're in exile. Here's the key phrase, in your mouth and in your heart to do it to recognize in your heart your sin and the God against whom you sinned and to make yourself regret and to confess this verbally. End quote from the Sporno. Notice what's missing. Sporno mentions the requirement to acknowledge your sin, to recognize that you sinned against God, to regret what you did and to verbally confess, but he doesn't mention the requirement to never do the sin again. This is a case of Iker Chaser Min HaSefer, omission of the main element. Of course it would be easy to do teshuva if we didn't have to worry about refraining from sinning again, but how can he say this? I posted this question in my favorite Facebook group, Ask the Beit Midrash, and received a few different answers. One person wrote, quote, I think maybe that's the point. That's the easy part, end quote. I don't buy this answer. If I claim... It's easy to paint the Mona Lisa. All you need to do is buy a canvas and art supplies and you're good to go. And you ask me, but what about the actual painting process? And I respond, oh, I was talking about the easy part. Then my initial statement becomes rather pointless. Another person suggested that this isn't talking about the type of teshuva codified by the Rambam in Hilchos Tshuva, which pertains to the individual. Rather, if you look at the context of the psukim, it's talking about national teshuva. This is an astute observation, but it doesn't. But doesn't it compound the problem? Is national tshuva really that easy? Even a cursory reading of Tanakh points to the answer: Nope. Then my friend Levy said, "Quote: Maybe Sforno doesn't think that's a necessary part of tshuva. Maybe he thinks the main point is the recognition and regret of sin." End quote. I replied, "Quote." That's what I was secretly wondering, but I was hoping someone else would offer evidence and support, since I think it's a somewhat radical take. End quote. Levy responded, quote, Is it, though? Isn't it just not Rambam? Rambam's formulation is rightly popular, but there are certainly others. End quote. I am not ready to conclude that Levy is right. I simply don't know enough about Sforno's view of Teshuva to make that assertion with any confidence. But I am prepared to ask, what if he is right? What if Sforno maintains that the teshuva process is exactly what he says it is, recognizing the sin and whom you sinned against, feeling regret, and confessing verbally? What if making a commitment not to return to the sin is laudable, but not actually required for teshuva? How would this view change our relationship with teshuva? One thing is for sure, it would make teshuva a whole lot easier. Easy enough to describe as very near to you in your mouth and in your heart to do it. I am going to continue to think about this idea. 
In fact, I'm going to do more than that. I'm going to attempt to embrace it just to see what will happen. What will my experience be like if, instead of sitting there on Yom HaKippurim and bemoaning how little teshuva I've managed to do by the Rambam standards, I instead open myself to the real possibility that I can do teshuva on all my sins according to Sforno? What if my Rebbe, Rabbi Moskowitz, Zechot Racha, was right, that instead of trying to change, I should instead focus on knowledge of God's will and allow change to happen naturally? What if teshuva really is as easy as Moshe Rabbeinu says it is? Let's find out. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are matt-schneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.